Today in our Book of the Month discussion, we're going to look at a really tough question. Is it enough to say that Jesus was just a wise man, a good man? We're going to look at how C.S. Lewis tackled that question. Welcome, this is uh, David Glaso from St. Gabriel's Parish. I'm the Director of Evangelization for the parish, and today I'm joined by Harrison Zuckerberg. He's a sophomore at Southern Methodist University in Dallas. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, David. This is uh, awesome to be here. Excited to talk about C.S. Lewis. Yes, that's our book of the month, or they're really kind of turning into a book every other month or so, but this is the, my next suggestion for people. It's the, the book Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. Wrote this a while back, but it's kind of a timeless classic in certain ways. And so um, Harrison's going to help me a little bit kind of work through this book and provide folks with a, a bit of an introduction. So maybe get you excited and, and maybe um, pick it up and read it. It's an excellent book. I remember reading it in college, and you're in college right now, so that's kind of cool that you've experienced. Actually, you read it more in high school, didn't you? Yeah, I read it more towards uh, senior year of high school. One of my Bible teachers recommended it to me. Um, and then, then I reread it again. It's one of those books where you can pick up at any time and re- reread it over. And the, the points that he makes are just so consistent and always, always true. And they always work out. And it's always a good read just to remind yourself uh, of some things in your and, and he makes you think about it in a kind of a different way. That's what I remember. Is I just hadn't thought of it that way before growing up Catholic. And Well, first of all, actually, let's just start. Who, who was C.S. Lewis? Can you tell us a little bit about him? So C.S. Lewis is, you know, one of the most celebrated authors um, and intellectuals of our time. He's famous for some of his most iconic books and works like The Chronicles of Narnia is obviously one that everyone knows or the Space Trilogy and then like the Screwtape Letters. Um, However, some of his most powerful and influential books that he wrote weren't, you know, fictions or these or these novels, but instead um, about theology and Christianity and his Um, beliefs. He was originally an atheist early in his life through his teens and 20s and then in his 30s converted to Christianity and that's what a lot of what mere Christianity the book is about is the arguments that persuaded him and led him to leave atheism behind and realize you know the truth of Christianity and like you said he presents things in a way that's like oh I haven't looked at it from that way before so these were a lot of points where he saw that he saw this and was like, "Oh, well, I haven't looked at Christianity from that angle. I never thought about it that way." But ultimately, that's what persuaded him to ultimately convert. Now, the book—it's interesting. It's made of four talks that he gave, which makes it kind of conversational. It's not formal. He doesn't use a lot of heavy theology terms, and that's what I enjoyed about it. And I guess back he gave these talks during World War II, during the Battle of Britain, back when Britain was besieged and. Uh, was it 43 through through 1945, collected them together, put them into kind of this format that we receive as a book today. Um, wh- what's in this book exactly? What, what, what does he kind of cover? What type of topics does he look at? Yeah, so like you said, um, these were originally BBC radio talks that he did during World War II, so it is more of a casual conversational book. It's not, you know, written like something that you'd be studying, but more like a conversation you'd be having with a friend if he was there explaining it to you as he um, believes it. So the books, the first one uh, talks about the law of human nature and this sort of natural law, uh, and we'll get into that a little bit later. And then the second book is what Christians believe. And then the third book, it goes from what Christians believe to then how Christians behave and how we should behave as good moral Christians in the ways that Jesus taught us. Yeah, if this stuff is true, it needs to have an impact on our behavior. It just kind of makes sense, yeah. Right, because 
being Christian is one thing to just say, oh, I believe in this, but that's not all there is to being Christian. It's believing, but then also using that to act in your life and act in the way that Jesus taught us and how these, you know, being Christian, uh, our morality and what we believe influences how we are in our day-to-day lives. What's the last section then? And then the final section, he talks about theology of the Trinity. Yeah, and just what, how that impacts us as well. He doesn't stay way up there with you know Trinitarian theology, but just what does that mean to me in my daily life? That's, I like that. In, in all four of these parts, he's often starts with you know kind of a practical, you know what is it, what's going on here, and then brings it into well, it has an impact on my life, and what's going on with my life. Now, what is what is the, the title? Let's just take a second to look at it. What does mere Christianity mean? That that phrase. Yeah, so mere Christianity, or how he explains it, is the beliefs that are common to all Christians at all times. So not getting weighed down in the different theologies that can separate denominations, whether you're Catholic or Protestant or Baptist versus Methodist, but what is true for all Christians and all people who follow Jesus. So kind of like core teachings that, that we're all in agreement with. Now, does that water things down, you think, or does that, how does that work? You know, I don't think necessarily water things down, but it almost strengthens your faith as, as a unifier between all people, where, you know, this is what you're really passionate about, this is what you believe and should be your guiding light. And yes, there's peripheral things in theology that definitely should be added and can give you more understanding to your faith, but these core tenets of what he calls mere Christianity, I think, um, is really powerful to see that out of the billions of Christians in the world, even though we may all have our differences in culture, or how we practice our faith, and little things that we believe, these are our true tenets that unify us all. So there's a unity there, and that's what he tries to look at. And he spends a little time sort of explaining that, that this isn't watered down, but rather it's an attempt to start actually create unity. And I thought that was kind of an interesting approach um, and, and he sort of focuses on stuff that brought him to the faith, like, you know, the, the, the concept that we have a conscience and stuff. So what just maybe what was something that jumped out at you from the book that really caught your attention or your maybe a favorite section or something that you could sh- sort of share that you thought was interesting? Yeah. So one of my favorite parts of the book um, is in book two, What Christians Believe, where he talks about the difference between Christianity as a re- religion and all other religions. And the way he goes about this is saying that in every other religion, the person or man who started the religion didn't really necessarily claim to be God, but said that they were able to explain God in some way, or they were a messenger of God. But Jesus is the only, you know, character or starter of a religion who claimed to actually be God himself which is completely revolutionary because either this man is God or he's not. That's the way, you know, to tell if he's telling the truth or not. And, you know, a lot of times now in 2021, there's this like common belief or saying where you can be like, oh, well, I believe that all religions can be true. Or, you know, I I believe that some things from Christianity are true, that Jesus was a good teacher and had good morals. But I also believe that some things from Hinduism or the spirituality from other religions are also true. But, Lewis claims in the book here sort of this um, liar lunatic. That's actually I was going to say that's my favorite part, the Lord liar lunatic argument. Yeah. So go ahead. Tell us about that. So he says, um, you know, 
either Jesus is lying that he's not God and he's a crazy person or, you know, he's a lunatic. He actually believes he's God and he's not or, you know, he is God. Those are the three alternatives. And the first two, if someone's a liar, you can't really then say that they have a great moral conscience and they're a great moral teacher or if they're crazy and they're a lunatic it's not necessarily someone you'd want to follow either so the only option then would be the third option of this is god and what he's saying is actually true you can't say oh well i don't think christianity is true but i believe what jesus is saying because otherwise then you're listening to the words of what you believe is a madman who claims he's god and just has no grasp of reality right because he centered it on himself and he says this and, and some other folks have talked about this throughout the years that he, he claimed not just to lead us to God, but it's actually to him that I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's quite a bold claim. Right, John 14, 6. Yeah, yeah and, and you can't, you know, he's either nuts or misleading and leading you away from the true God. So you couldn't see him as a good guy, or th there's just not really much to that line of thought. Mm -hmm. We can't just settle on him being a nice, wise man, which is what many people reduce him to. And there's a challenge there intellectually, and I think that's, this book is full of those type of moments, and that, that's a great example to use where it takes something that we've just kind of accepted and that's been kind of commonly thought and goes, well, wait a second. Can you really say that? You know, does the evidence support that? And it, and it starts the process of really thinking just a little bit deeper using common language about our faith and that's that's a fun process we're beginning to look at it and he's not afraid to look at the hard questions either and uh he like he himself was an atheist an ardent atheist and and he fought it fought fought the sort of that christian influence in his life and it was actually a th it's always kind of a cool note to make that one of his good friends uh in england was J.R.R. tolkien the author of the lord of the rings who was a staunch catholic and who had a big influence on him and started him moving in that direction of of being open to the faith. Um, so I also thought that was kind of an interesting uh, kind of connection there. Yeah, and I think a point that he makes on that Lord, liar, lunatic uh, quote that he has is, you must make a choice. Either this man was and is the son of God or else a madman or something worse. You can shut him up for a fool, you can spit him out and kill him as a demon, or you can fall at his feet and call him Lord and God, which I think that's really powerful because you have to make a choice. You can't be half into Christianity and half out, like, right? You can't pick and choose. Jesus says, like you said in John 14, I am the way, the truth, and the life. You're either all in that this is the truth, that this is how you're going to live your life, or you're all the way out. But you have to make that choice as Lewis did. Right, right. Excellent insight. Thank you very much. There's a lot more we could talk about here. There's a ton in this book. That's just one of many interesting insights into this. So I just want to invite everybody to, to pick it up. You can get it at pretty much any bookstore on the planet, used bookstores. I think there's even a free online edition if you, you, know, you can pull up the PDF and read on your computer. But the book for this week is Mere Christianity by C.S. Lewis. And it's a wonderful kind of investigation of, of the faith. And it will make you think. It'll, it'll kind of... Um, you know, you put it down every once in a while and just stop and sort of ponder the faith, which is great because that takes us to the next step. And Christ invites us to that kind of engagement with our faith. And so thank you, Harrison, for joining me. I really appreciate your, your thoughts on this. And uh, hopefully we'll have you on again to, to yeah, talk thank, about something. Thank you so much for having me. Like you said, I think Mere Christianity is a great book because the simplicity of the way he explains things takes these complicated 
theological topics and, and boils them down to really easy analogies a lot of times for people to understand. So if you're, you know, you've been Catholic or Christian, you want to learn more about the theology and what you actually believe, I think this is a great first book to read to really get a grasp of some of those topics and understand as Christians what our core values are and then go from there. All right. Well, thank you. We'll wrap this up. And thanks for joining us. Once again, this is Dave Glaso from St. Gabriel Parish, Director of Evangelization. And I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Hope to see you next time. God bless.